Hello, 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 and welcome to Sex, Love, and Single Parents. Oh. I'm your I'm your host, Cash, and here are my lovely hosts. Co-hosts, even. This is Co-host. Corinne, single parents. And Karen. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome, Corin, welcome. not to be confused with Corinne. It's yes, easy yes. to do. Yeah, just double Cash. It's like a car. Yeah. Car in. Car in, yeah. And Corinne. 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 With the watch. Corinne. Corinne. And God. So, Corinne. do you want to explain how we're doing this so um, everybody knows? Oh, man. Yeah, Corinne, so, why don't you... Uh, we're in a Zoom chat. Remind us about <laughs> all... all the post-divorce stages. Yes, please okay. do. So, we started this a couple weeks ago, and then we all went into quarantine. So, we're trying something different tonight, doing a Zoom chat as we're talking about post-divorce stages of relationships. Um, last week, we did the rebound, which was pretty deep and very, very deep. long. Very deep. <laughs> very long. So, we're trying to... <laughs> very long. We're trying to change it up tonight, and um, we're going to be doing um, the relationship that we thought was one, but actually wasn't well, okay let's go over the all the stages that we have been discussing like that this okay. is how we framed it right right so like so, cash is the one who like put this all together yeah so my framework on post-divorce relationships or or situations are worked as in after divorce you have the rebound relationship after the rebound relationship you have the relationship that you thought was going to be the right relationship for you, but isn't the right relationship for you. The third stage would be friends with benefits. And the fourth stage would be once you're done working on yourself and you've gone through these stages and you've put some time between your divorce and your current situation, good amount of time, you're looking for your actual relationship. The one. And these stages are not in this order. No, it's not. Yeah. No, they can. They, they these these stages can be at any point of your life after divorce. Except so, for the first and last. Yes, except for the yeah. yes. <laughs> you're right. First you're and right. Last. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like like the friends with benefits and the relationship that you thought was a relationship can definitely interchange because for it just sure. depends depends on your own personal preference and your own situation. Because like again, a lot of people can jump from a re- rebound to a long-term relationship and it can end badly. A lot of people can go from rebound relationships to friends with benefits, just depending on whatever True. the preference is. True. But for the purposes of this particular show, we're yes. just going to do it in the order that Cash said. So yes. rebound, okay. the relationship you think is the relationship, but it isn't, or is the right one, but isn't friends with benefits. And, and then, then friends with benefits. so yeah. long. Maybe we should put like the relationship. No, I that think is, it's good. That's doomed to fail. Mm. <laughs> I actually really, really like that. Okay, the relationship cool. Relationship that's doomed to fail. That's exactly. what it is. That's what it is. Exactly. The doomed relationship. Mm. Period. The doomed relationship. Yes. Period. Period. Yeah. The doomed relationship. I think. Yeah. I think that's that's that might be a yeah. better phrasing for it. It's, it doesn't start out that way, though. You think it's that doesn't be, matter. It doesn't matter. It's it inevitably. The it's inevitably yeah. going to be doomed. Yeah. Exactly. Because doomed both, relationship. Watch it. Okay. Yes. All right, let's get let's dive into this. This is like we're all like really all right. Yeah, yeah. So so <laughs> primed and ready for this. So pri- <laughs> prior to this recording, I think we've discussed a little bit about this, and I think Corin, no, actually Corinne, Corinne, sorry, Corinne actually has me. S- some bigger insight on this. I, on the other hand, have very little insight on this, just because 
mine wasn't that long of a relationship, but I did get into one that was doomed. Uh, so I'm going to hand it over to my co-host. What's up? Okay, so I have been divorced for like 13, 14 years. Something crazy. Maybe 13. Oh. And so I've had a lot of time space between my divorce and now. But I did have a relation, the doomed relationship, relationship, uh, like a couple years ago. It was so serious that I actually moved him into the house with my children and I. Oh, wow. That's how convinced That's I was. That's a big step. That's a huge yeah. step. Especially for me. <laughs> I've had like maybe three or four actual relationships in my whole life. And so this was like the third one. Well, the fourth one. Doesn't matter. I think I've only had like three actual boyfriends in my whole life. So um, we can't say that you're an expert at dating them. Dating, yes. Relationships, meh. Okay, okay. So, so, so before we move forward with your, with your mm. story, mm. We, I'd like to explain to the audience that's listening, we are not licensed psychiatrists, psychologists. I think are, that's pretty clear. We are not in any way. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We are not in any way licensed therapists in any way whatsoever. Yes, we're we are. We're just talking out of our asses. We're, we're really what's yes. happening. Oh, we're just sharing our experiences. We're, 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 we're sharing our experiences, joking, having fun, having drinks in our hand while we talk. And we just feel like, I think people need to hear stuff. You know, I mean, like. Yep. I, the shit that people can't say out loud, we're gonna say it. How about that? So we're just gonna be as real as possible. Yes, real Share as possible. Our stuff. If you get something out of it, obviously we'd love to hear about it. Right. If you take something away from it, f- fucking fantastic. If not, we'll yeah. ju- try to be entertaining in the meantime. Exactly. So again, to reiterate, we are not licensed therapists. We do not have a degree in anything that we speak about, except Correct. for life. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. we did go to hard knocks of uh, of, of life. That's about it. So, sure. uh, so yeah. So don't uh, don't sue us and don't take it with a grain of salt. Don't sue We're us. Not that pop- We're not that yeah. popular. It's for fun. It's for fun. Yeah. Be real. yeah. Don't don't sue us or anything. This please. is for entertainment purposes only. Entertainment Thank purposes you. only. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Raise our glass. To yes. That. Cheers. Cheers. You know, like cheers. Halfway through this podcast, I'm probably going to be stripping, so it's fine. We won't allow that, people. Trust me. No. <laughs> we don't so, allow that kind of debauchery on this. Uh, right, right. Yes, okay. So, so tell us about okay. this person that you were dating and how you got to the point where you moved in together. Because that, I know for you, is a big step. Yes, it yes, was. Yes, it is. Um, well, I think that one of the reasons why it got so serious, it got serious pretty fast, which is pretty normal for me. It's a problem. I'm working on it. I've worked on it currently working on it um i think the reason why the relationship progressed so quickly and got so serious was because it fit one of my childhood needs to be with a narcissist and like textbook narcissist i'm not saying this is like that everyone's a narcissist like not like that but like textbook i was dating my mother for real in every sense of the word so i think that because it was so fitting into my my needs that I had no clue what they actually were that this person was easy to fall into like a very serious relationship very quickly. So the moral of the story is I feel like these doomed relationships happen when 
we haven't really looked into what we need. We haven't really delved into um, our past. We haven't really looked into um, how we view relationships, what our values are, all that other stuff. Because um, if you haven't done that yet, you don't get into a doomed relationship. You like end that before it gets too serious. And these doomed relationships, I feel like, are these relationships that really um, take start taking over your life. And like uh, interjecting themselves in a way that would not normally be natural, which is exactly what happened to me. So, so do you think it's a version of delusion of grandeur at that point? Like you feel no, 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 no. I think that it's um, I think that it's your biggest fault that you will find the need for. For instance, like um feeling more comfortable in a, in a relationship with a narcissist mm-hmm. was a pattern that I had my whole life, right? Stemming from like my mother or whatever. And so finding someone that fit that perfectly um, is why it was so easy for me to just be like, oh, this is love. I got this. I know exactly what Because it was familiar. Because it was totally familiar. So it was like that one thing that I hadn't worked on, I hadn't even realized was like an influencing factor, like all of that shit. And, uh, yeah, the thing is, is that it was at a really bad time. My dad was dying of cancer. Oh. And during this relationship, my dad died on like, a Sunday. I got laid off on that Friday. And then I kicked him out like a couple of months after that. So it kind of was all was like a comedy factor. Now, had not all those traumatic things happened, I don't know if I would have woken up to what was actually happening. So, to how he was actually treating me, to what was actually going on in my life. So even though it was at like uh, the shittiest time of my life, it was probably the best times because I was able to get out of it. It was like a year. I was able to like get out of it. So mm-hmm. even though it sucked the timing and it was losing your family member, a job and a boyfriend that was rough. But I felt really strong about being like, you should get the fuck out. Thanks. Right. Right. So, okay. Yeah. So, so I really did feel like it was the one because I think it filled that, you know, deficiency. And I think that's where these doomed relationships, that's the the heart of the doomed relationship is that it really feels that fills that deficiency that you have that you haven't dealt with. And that's why it feels so good. And you're like, this is the one. Because but it's it's also just, some it feels it fills that little dark hole so nicely. But it's a lesson that you had to learn and Absolutely. whether or not you would have learned it in a yeah. year or two years, but having all that stuff happen at once just catapulted that lesson so much faster, oh, for sure. I think. Because oh, you I'm probably so, could have stayed I'm into so it. I'm so glad. Oh my God. I would have been in that relationship forever for the rest of my life, probably. Yeah. We were like talking about marriage. It was creepy. Wow. Well, there's nothing so creepy. He just, said, creepy. he just said everything it was, that's too that early he to be talking needed. about marriage. How long uh, no, were you guys? It was just it was love guys? bombing the whole bit. Yeah. Oh. Like a year. Oh yeah, it was it started off total love. It's it was textbook narcissist behavior. Mm. And the weird part is is I should have if anyone knows about that, it's me. Like <laughs> I grew up with narcissists, like textbook horrible people. And like I should have known. But obviously, again. That's why it was the doomed relationship because it fit perfectly into that little hole. Mm. Wow. Do you yeah. think though that, um, okay, you can be in a relationship where 
you're doing everything right and then someone else has something that they need to work on. So that comes up in the relationship that dooms the relationship. No, I really think that there's a, there needs to be a sense of responsibility there that, um, uh, I don't want to say filter, but if you know what your values are Mm -hmm. and it's super, super clear to you, then it is easier as you're getting to know somebody to realize if that person is going to match what you need and how you like want, how you need to be loved. If you're ignoring that stuff or you haven't delved into it, it doesn't matter. You're going to pick wrong. But then you, you obviously weren't as, I don't want to say this word, evolved. I wasn't. Right. So you didn't realize that it was actually happening when it happened because it mixed pattern that your mother. That's what what makes it doomed, right? Yeah. Because you're, you're coming from a place of need. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's never good. That's never good. Well, that's, that was my point Mm -hmm. of like earlier when we were talking is that or not revamp, I'm sorry, um, you know, doomed relationships are basically something that you're just filling a void in right now, right? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. after being divorced and after being in a marriage, you know, you want some semblance of normality. Something that's going to just uh, set. But this was, this was like right, for your, 10 right, right. years right, right. after. Right, right. Before. For your situation, it was like, you you felt like you worked through everything, but then this came up, right? So in actuality, mm-hmm. you you still had a lot more growing to uh, you had a lot to grow from, mm-hmm. still, right? You just didn't grow in that ten years of post divorce. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, so I really didn't because I didn't yeah. even know what I was supposed to be looking for. Exactly. I didn't. Exactly. I didn't even like halfway analyze my anything that I've done the past like two three years. Right, exactly. So, so, so everybody moves in different uh, speeds, yeah. right? Like for you, it took. Can you? Took that much time. Can you tell us? Go ahead. What What age was did she get divorced again? Because I think it's really important. I got divorced I, I at twenty eight. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, young. You're still finding out like who you are. Oh yeah, I had no idea who I was. 20. Are you kidding me? None. Right, right. I got married so, at twenty. Right. So. In that semblance, in, in, in that semblance, like mm-hmm. me getting divorced at 36, 37, you know, and then figuring out that I want a relationship. If I'm in a doomed relationship, it's easier for me to figure that out because I already know what a marriage was. I already know what past relationships were, right? So this doomed relationship that I was in was just something to fill the void at that moment, you know? Yeah, mine was more like to fill the void of like a a childhood trauma. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. We all like, do that. It's yeah. more of a lesson though. Oh, absolutely. It's something that you had to go through. No, I, I wouldn't oh, say that I you were agree. filling the void. It was something that you had to work out yeah. between yeah, okay. I go with that. A past mm-hmm. um and the current. Yeah. because yeah, like I mean I could talk a bunch of shit about him, but it wouldn't matter. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I don't even care that much anymore. It's just because that was such a learning moment for me. Like I learned so much from that. Not just like mm, that sucked, but more like, what is the crux of this? Like, what is the deal? What's the source of this? So that was absolutely, absolutely. Plus, when somebody mentioned to me, they were like, "Oh, so like you were dating your mother?" And I was like, oh, "How dare you?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh fuck, that is yeah. very it's okay." True. I dated my. 
So, so I guess, I guess by, by dating your mother, I'm assuming you got gaslighted by him a lot. All the time. Ah, okay, cool. Mm. Because mothers are really All good at gas. Mothers are very good at gaslighting their kids. Mine is a master manipulator. My mother is a master yes. manipulator. It's yes. shocking what she can accomplish. She's evil. Yeah. Like for reals. Um, I'm and... very, I'm very versed in, in mothers mm-hmm. like that. So he used to do it all the time. Like, and I didn't even realize it. Like, it didn't even, it was so normal for me. Yeah. That I was just like, oh, this is definitely love. So how was it that way with your husband too then? No. Mm -mm. Yeah, I tend to choose men who are, this is going to sound bad. Emotionally unavailable? No, um. Like beneath completely me? different than your ex. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's go back. What did you say? What did you say? Like beneath me? Oh yeah, because you don't date up; you date down. Yeah. Yep. Don't worry, I do that too. I always it's choose something that. that. <laughs> like, what um, the fuck is this? I've never heard this before. Less accomplished. Okay, we can talk about that later. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a whole other topic. Hold on, I am writing all this stuff down. Just dating so down. Yeah, dating down. Dating down. I post it up. Hold on. Hold on, yeah. I'm gonna write that down. So, um, did you not go completely opposite of like what your ex-husband was because you were attracted to something completely different, or do you? Um, my first relationship after I was divorced. Um, I don't know. I feel like they're all similar somehow. Like he mm-hmm. lived with his parents. He didn't have a job. It's, but he it, has a strong personality. So I, 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 I want to interject here real quick about this whole like dating down in your past relationships or whatever, like in, yeah. in, in the past people that you've been with. It, it, is it more of a control issue for you or is it like a power trip or what? What is it that makes you want to date down? I'm just trying to understand that part of it. Um, I think that a lot of it has to do with. Um, less threatening but but then why is it what is threatening you their masculine masculinity is it their it whether they make more money than you what what is oh no 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 it's nothing that it's nothing that shallow okay it's more like um they're not going to manipulate me oh so you basically date someone that's intellectually less than you yeah I think, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've only had a couple, like, literally, like, not even five boyfriends. I think I've had three, like, serious boyfriends. Okay. And all of them. But you've been on dates. I had a relationship after that. Okay, so out of of the three. Yeah, like, three or four. Okay, so out of the three or four boyfriends you've had. Yeah. All of them, you would say, are pretty dumb. (laughs) Not dumb. Or fucking dumbass. Just, I, I, I mean, no. intellectually challenged. No, because like the. Uh, well, one didn't have a job. They all didn't parents. have jobs at one point. Trust me. Girl. Oh, yeah. And you're successful. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Um, no, the one, the, the narcissist one uh, was super intelligent. We'd have t- like conversations all the time. It was great. Um, which is like a weakness. And then. Um, to you, the it's other a weakness, one, or it's the a other weak- one? No, I, I had good conversations with all of them. Like they were intelligent. It's just that they weren't ambitious. 
So they weren't really after mm. anything more. And I think that was like a comfort level that I needed. Oh, they were safe. Mm-hmm. Safe. They were safe. Okay. Safe. I, so I'm, I'm writing this down because I want to know this whole safe subject too now. Like why? It's it, the same thing. It's the same thing as dating down now? Mm-hmm. Being safe? Like, so, okay. So then you don't, there's no expectations of yes. you to perform higher. You can just kind of chill. It's easy to impress really... them, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, like, you have good conversation. Like, like my ex-husband's so funny. Oh, my God, so funny. Like, surprisingly funny. But, like, needed to be coddled all the time. And that turns you, know, you like, on? No, it didn't. That's why it didn't work. But, you, but, but but this is I a pattern. That I was, you know, being caring and taking care of that person. Right, but this is a pattern of you continuously like. Well, that's doing... just one relationship. No, but didn't you coddle all the other ones too? Then no. Oh, okay. She's a caretaker. Okay. No. <laughs> well, actually, that's probably not true. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> when you talk, so cash. You... Because when you're telling me that you're dating you don't down. When you're telling me yeah. that you're dating down, that means you're not dating a, a, at my level, at your level, or you're not dating someone that's capable of taking care of himself. Correct. That's that's the that's the one. Yep. So so you need to feel like this person useful. is not use not threatened, so you can feel useful, so you yes. can feel like you've accomplished something, like you've built this guy from the ground up, kind of thing. No. Not the ground up, like what? She, you don't want it building up. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. You don't want it to build them up, but you're just building up your own. Oh, no, I build them up, but that's not the purpose. But that's then, the purpose. but then you leave them after you build them up. No, that's not how it works. That's such a weird assumption to make. How like, is that? Where did you get that from? Well, no. Are you building them up? Are you like if yeah. you're coddling them? Are you built? Are what? you kidding me? That kid was making eighty thousand dollars in like two thousand and five because of like me pushing him so then why'd you leave him then or why why didn't it work out for like a kajillion different reasons i'm trying like to, i don't understand what you're, the correlation you're trying to I, i'm trying to understand make. here is like if this guy okay oh so, so since you brought this guy up he no longer was safe for you no no i think you're trying to read it into a weird way maybe yeah. I think you're trying to make it more manipulative than it actually is. I feel like you're coming from a place where you're used to being manipulated. I was. Okay. That I makes was. sense. That I makes was. Sense. Because I've never, okay. like, I was manipulated as a child. And then uh, in, my, in, my, in my time when I was married, I told myself I would never be manipulated. Hence the failure of my marriage. Because then I was overpowering. And, like, I needed my voice heard more than anyone. Mm. see what i'm saying so yeah yeah yeah. so i i i spoke more than than listened more so now what happened was it was a systematic breakdown of my marriage at that point right because everything that came out of came out of her mouth it felt manipulative to me gotcha okay okay that makes more sense yeah no 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 like from where i'm coming from it didn't have anything to do with manipulation um, I'm sure there's a slight control issue there just mm. because like being codependent. I mean, that's like codependent doesn't mean like, Oh, what are you doing? I'll do it. It's more like, so I'm going to do this. So you do this, you know, like it's trying to control your environment is what codependence is. Right. Right. Um, 
So I think there's definitely an element of that, but it's, mm, and I don't want to sugarcoat it, but it's just not as manipulative as I think where you're coming from. But I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like, um, I totally get where you're coming from and how that could be translated like that. Yeah. I think it's more like, hey, you can accomplish more, so you should do it. But I, you know, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Just do it. Like, because you can, because you're capable and I see your potential. So, like, go do it. The reason that the relationship broke down had nothing to do with that aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm not very good with people who need, like, a lot of reassurance and, like, because then I feel like I'm mothering them and I'm like, you're a good boy. Like, you know, I don't like to do that. But then, like, I, I, well, essentially you said that you've moved on from that type of thing, right? But at that moment when you were in that stage of, like, wanting to be helpful or wanting to be useful for the guy, Mm -hmm. right, Um, I think... Uh, you know, it probably wouldn't have worked out with a guy that was like, you know, loving himself, that worked on himself, that was successful on his own and had his own shit together. That's the guy you would never go out with, right? A hundred percent. Okay. A hundred percent. That wouldn't even been in my wheelhouse that I thought I was even capable of, like, so matching up to. So you, that would have been a self-sabotaging moment, even if that type of guy that approached you? For sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah, because I would never, I wouldn't trust that. Mm. Right, because you're told you're not gonna. That's not a thing for you. Yeah, so it's a lot of like mm. childhood shit, wow. right? That comes up. You have to work through that. Like you have to understand, like what are who are you, right? Right, right. The biggest question of the world, like who are you? Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what I've spent the last couple of years really looking at, trying to identify, like what are the things getting in my way? What are the things that, like, I believe that I didn't believe anymore? And the thing is, is that coming up, like growing up in a cult and like getting out of that like there's a lot of stuff that's still in there cult. whether it's from the cult whether what? it's from yeah that like, is something you know, we're going to talk about this Parental is another episode i did not no, even I, know about. i already yeah. wrote that down we're going to talk about the cult but like but like you know whether it's whether it's religion whether it's parental programming whatever there's a lot of stuff that's still in there that i don't think a lot of people recognize as something they don't even necessarily believe in themselves right? and that they're not questioning mm. enough of what they're feeling because right. feelings are just, are fleeting. We put way too much, way too much emphasis on that. And like, don't Absolutely. question, question where that's coming from or why or how right. enough in my opinion. Right. Right. Well, no, I, I feel you're absolutely right on that part. In my opinion, you're right. Because I think instead of worrying, constantly worrying about feelings, we should be worrying about, uh, pr- the problems and the solutions, right? Like, or our values. Uh, and, like, do you match my values? Yeah, but the values. Okay, so having good values or your having matching values is great, but at the end of it all, the values also is going to lack when when you guys can't solve problems together, right? Oh, for sure. But that's a value. Mm. Communication, Com- open communication. Right, open communication is is a valid and, and important value, right? But it's mm-hmm. it, it also falls into solving problems and 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 understanding like this is the situation and let's not get emotions and feelings involved in it let's try to think about it logically and work or listen to feelings because they're important to me and that's how it makes me feel right right like right but just like having enough communication yeah having enough communication and like to where 
you're feeling heard and you're getting what you need and you're communicating what you need, not having somebody like have to translate it. Right. Obviously. And that, and that, yeah. that can contribute a lot into doomed relationship because one person, yes. So one person can be in the doomed relationship and he'll be the, he or she will be the opposite of what they were at one point because they're like, okay, so since this didn't work out in my relationship and my marriage, I'm going to try to be the opposite. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, oh, you know, like, uh, I was very uh, boisterous. I was very confident. I was very, like, you know, like, arrogant and this and this and this in my marriage. And that's why there was a downfall besides the fact of other things. Now I'm going to get into this relationship and I know she's good for me. So I'm going to be completely opposite of that, right? I'm going to be the... I'm going to be the nice guy. I'm going to, I'm going to listen and I'm going to, I'm not going to have any input. It's the assumptions we make about what's going to make the perfect relationship. Exactly. So we dive into it. We're like, you know what? I got this. And that's the crux of, of a doomed relationship. Exactly. Is that you will be the opposite of what you really are. Or you'll just be exactly who you are and just not pay attention to anything exactly about what you really need right about what you want about anything right so i mean yeah definitely right. like there's two well it, there's so many ways to get into a doomed relationship right. i just feel it's always the root of it is always some deficiency yeah right absolutely just like by the way just like the rebound right absolutely absolutely right? absolutely you all have to do with deficiencies i think Everything has to do. Yes, I absolutely, yeah. I hundred hundred percent agree. Um, and normal deficiencies. I'm not saying like we're yeah, yeah. broken or anything. We're not broken. We just all have like our little deficiencies. We need to figure it out. Well, I, I, I think I, I think we were broken at one point. All of us at one point we were broken, but now like now it's different. We're all scarred up. We're all put together, but we we have scars. We have this, you know, we have our shit that we work through. We have waves and grooves, and we have to bounce through them and. You know, we nav- I got waves and grooves, baby. Exactly. So we navigate through that, and <laughs> uh, you know, we work through it, right? So yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So that's that's my story. Got it. I'm sticking to it. Okay. Okay. So so in ending of that, uh, ending uh-huh. uh, ending of that doom relationship, how long has it been since that doom relationship to now? Like five years. Okay. So in these five years. What is your out? What is your general outlook of what you are looking for now? That's a good question, Cash. Let's see. Um, well, I've tried to get really clear about my values, mm-hmm. um, and also worked on just myself on being more open and communicating my needs, which I'm terrible at. So I've been trying to do that more with like friends and family, um, so that it's easier. You know, if I find somebody that I'm interested in, um, I've done a lot of work just like identifying on my needs and wants, like the stuff that you want, but the stuff that I actually need, like, um, and that communication piece is really strong in that. So I've taken some courses, shout out to Kira Sabin, cause she's a fucking relationship guru that I adore and has been super helpful. I'm not kidding you without her course, I would be totally lost. Nice. It really got me back on track. Nice. And, um, yeah, just, I think like I'm seeing a therapist, you know, I, so basically, uh, what I'm finding out more is about who I am. Right. 
And I feel like the more that you know that, the clearer that you see that, it's not really about like the relationship you pick. It's about knowing yourself well enough to be able to communicate effectively and um, identify when it's not going the way that is going to be healthy for you. So you can cut it off and start again and not have to feel bad about that. Right. Um, and also not have to feel bad like if someone doesn't want you. Right. You know, where you're not like, oh, my God, destroyed. But that's like an internal thing that has nothing to do with the other person. That's like an internal job there. Right. So basically, I'm just working on like who I am. Right. And establishing that very clearly to myself, which is something I haven't really done. So, yeah. So, well, I I don't have a checklist. I don't have a, this is Well, that's good. That's good. I just know, I'm just knowing myself very, very, very clearly because it doesn't really have to do with the other person. That other person is going to be them no matter what I do. Right. I can only control myself. So that's what I'm working on. So I don't have a checklist. I don't have, you know. Yeah. That's it. I I don't know if this sounds super like, like hippy dippy, but it's true. No, I I think I think checklists are are kind of arbitrary when it comes to actually finding someone because I just got a delivery of vodka. Thank you, thank you, darling. That's awesome. We got a segue there. Sorry, people. Um, Sorry, it was exciting. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know yes. uh, um, that is definitely something that I think we all, as you know, people that are listening to the show and person going through that journey. To understand that, like, you know, working on yourself, getting therapy or whatever you need to do to mm-hmm. collect yourself again and rebuild yourself uh, to do it. You know, I mean, like, you're. Yeah. And I think you need that destruction. Yes. You absolutely need destruction. You yeah. you need to be imploded. Just mm-hmm. Breaking down piece mm-hmm. by piece. And then the only way you're ever going to know what you really want is until you start building yourself back up. Or else we'll keep doing it again and you'll get destroyed again and again and again and again. Exactly. Exactly. And that's pretty normal, to be honest with you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, I'm working on that kind of stuff every day of my life. Yeah, same. So. I mean, like, I've made mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I've made mistakes. Yeah. I make fuck, Every day is a fucking... My life is a mistake. I wouldn't say my life is a mistake. I'm just saying like... No, I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> My life is an exploration of mistakes. Exactly, exactly. It is a exploration of mistakes. For, yeah, it's a roller coaster of mistakes for me. That yeah, you know, loop the loops everywhere. Yeah, so. and that's the essence of I life. I don't actually think that any. I don't think that. Yeah, I was going to say nothing's really a mistake. Right, but what I'm saying really, is, like, I think we have to go. Through it's this. not like everything's like, going to be honky dory. Like you figure it out and everything's great. Like life is. The pain. Do we ever life is actually out. the pain. That is the life. Right. A mistake is just a word to sh- to yeah. express it. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's just not a lot okay. of words to say that's a mistake. There's not a lot of words. I mean, I mean, I don't have a thesaurus in front of me, but like... Uh, <laughs> that is that is life. But, but mistakes... That's what it is. Mistake is just the general term, general word used in in our everyday life, you know, and we, mm-hmm. if we don't say the word, the actual word, what it is, whether it's taking negative or positive or whatever, you know, there's positive mistakes and there's negative mistakes, positive mi- mistakes are mistakes that you fall down, you get up, you learn from it and you move forward. 
there's negative mistakes where you fall down and you don't learn from it. Haven't learned a lesson. Haven't learned your goddamn lesson. And you Mm. keep making those fucking systematic mistakes and, 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 and breakdowns of your own personal being. So the relationship, the doomed relationship is just a mistake on your way to something better. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's the lesson (laughs) I've learned. Hopefully. There you go. And get to know yourself, people. Absolutely. Get to know yourself, people. Yeah. That's all I could cool. say. Cool. So let's move on to uh, Karin. What you got, baby? I don't actually. Oh, too much shit. <laughs> um, I took a year off, didn't date, and then. Can you hear me? What? What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Don't just so, um, <laughs> should know better. I'm very easily distracted. We are um, aware. I have repeated some of the same patterns in a couple doomed relationships. Um, I also dated a narcissist that I had to work through stuff. Um, and I've found out that up until this point, I have dated a narcissist almost every relationship. Very um, common. Some form. Um, either covert, very sneaky, <laughs> um, very slight narcissist to um, soul breaking. How long you have know, you been divorced again? Almost like oh, two and a half years. Yeah, you got a long way to go. Oh yeah, I mean, I both do not. of you do really. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. My 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 journey it's... is a little different than hers because. I've made peace with a lot of things and I'm still working on myself regardless. So you're you don't know anything about me. It. Oh I'm my still working. I'm still working. Rude. No, no, I'm working on myself still. And she's a serial. We've already talked about this. She, she's so a serial I. monogamist. <laughs> it, but that's What's only with because that? I like to be in a relationship. It's fine. What's wrong with I that? have identified. There, there's a lot. It doesn't mean I lose myself completely in a relationship. It doesn't mean that I'm not working on it okay. myself. I never said you weren't. I'm just saying I'm working on myself. You did. Well, you I said am. you were. You I'm did working say. on myself in a different way. <laughs> I'm different than I am, her. Because males, <laughs> it's very special. No, there is nothing special. It's just that males deal with things differently than females. Obviously. And yeah, they so, just skate over um, shit I do, instead of dealing with it. I'm dealing right. with it on a daily basis. I, Okay, so my relationship was with an avoidant personality. Do you know what that is? An yes. avoidant personality when you're trying to um, doesn't like. Well, to you chose to be in a relationship with an avoidant yes. person. Let's be real. Because and you didn't get out I of didn't it. Know and that you at kept first. using it. You would have known it if I would have paid attention. Yes, but. I obviously had to go through it because it also mimics a past relationship with my father. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe that people keep recycling into your life for a reason in different people or different relationships until you like. What lesson. do you mean recycling? That's what like, I believe. like, um, like, like relationship reincarnation. <laughs> Just different. Ooh, like that's you'll a good one. Are you writing that down? Person. You. I feel like sometimes you don't learn (laughs) from it. Then you go into another relationship and you repeat the same pattern. You choose the right same person. Um, This person was completely different than anybody that I have ever 
been with, but it ended up being similar to other relationships because mm-hmm. as you said, didn't honor myself, didn't know what I wanted. I chose to overlook things and mm-hmm. then yes, I did go back. Back too many times. <laughs> yeah, I think that like my biggest pet peeve is when people are like, the other person this, the other person that it's like it's not really about the other person. It's really you can get out no. of it at any time. You can walk away. Exactly. And whenever. I And I did and then I went back. Um, in different capacities, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was, I'm on a whole nother thing. I, I think I'm not going to date for well, a while. Well, yeah, well, you're, you're still yeah, healing. You're definitely healing, but, but, but have yeah. you had that yeah. doomed relationship though? In, in the crux of it, have you had the official doomed relationship? It's too early. Well, it's not. No, I've can, only been. It's never too early. Like in very short term relationships. Fill a void. It's not. Well, I had no. I had the relationship where they pretended that they were exactly what I wanted until they couldn't uphold How? that mask any longer. How? He gave me everything I wanted because on the checklist, like you yeah. said, he See, acted a certain way. Bad idea. Checklists are yep. bad. I know. No, no, no. But you know how you have your thing. You want a certain guy who does certain things with you, and um, he treated me really good. We went. Um, we went out a lot. We, um, yeah, I, I don't know. You haven't mentioned anything <laughs> that has just to do everything... with, like, how you are. No, he's Those completely are... different than I am. No, what I'm saying is, like, you didn't describe any need that had something to do with, like, Your who needs. you are. Oh, I wanted someone who was loving and caring. I wanted someone that was, um, like me. I want someone to love me to the level that I can love, but he didn't. But again, he you're expecting something from Go another ahead. person instead of expecting it from yourself first. But I, I do offer that for myself and to other well, people. So, but I accept less than what I offer. And Cash, correct me if I'm wrong. What I'm hearing, what you're saying is that um, you're expecting this from another person, but you don't have any boundaries about how that works yes. for you. Because you want it, but you have zero boundaries about what that right. means for you. Because everyone wants to be cared about and treated nicely. Every, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I don't want somebody to cancel on me last minute every right. single time. I also don't want oh. somebody who's going to like right. reschedule every These five are all minutes. Values or somebody who says have. something but right. doesn't do it. Right. Yeah. These are right. boundaries no. that you didn't set. It sounds like to me, and I could be wrong. I'm not going to go into all the specifics about the relationship. No, the only boundary that I didn't um, live up to was when I decided I wasn't going to go back and I went back because I was lonely in quarantine. Well, again, again, again being <laughs> but, lonely and in quarantine, uh, you know, this is a, a new present thing. It's not something that was, uh, you know, relevant a month ago or two months ago. You know what I mean? It was... Uh, you know, did you right. feel lonely and feel like calling him at that time? Well, we just broke up in March. Oh, March okay, 1st. Well, so it's oh, new. Okay. Yeah. Still not an excuse for not having boundaries, but okay, I get what you're saying. No, it's okay. But, but, I, but, but, it, but a do, so you felt like this guy was the doomed relationship for you. Like, like, well, I told my therapist 
in a session, which she reminds me of afterwards, that we were very different emotionally um, as far as expressing emotion. That's and a value. That, it doesn't match oh, your values. Course. And I said that in a session. And um, there was, and then our, our political views too are completely different, which I know that shouldn't Wait, always what's, what, matter, but it does. Depends on if Wait, that's I, for you. Oh, political, political views. views. I thought you said clinical. I'm like, what are clinical views? Yeah. I don't want to know no. about know. your clinical <laughs> views. <laughs> no, but but values as far as family, um, you know, how we want how to bring up our kids, how we want to Yes, do. all that stuff. That was completely different, though. I am an open communicator, um, and he is very closed off. Yeah. So, um, But see, these are things that if you're going into, you know, the next relationship, if they don't show that right away, right. you should stop. And these, these right. are these, and exactly. these, these are values and needs of you and your greater good, not like superficial shit. Like, oh, I want to be taken out to dinner, and but, I want to be. No, I know that. No, yeah, exactly. No. You're right. Yeah, exactly. no, I meant like yeah. we spent quality time together. That's what I mean. Like, that's how he treated me really well in the beginning. I have to say, but, I'm learning. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I have to say, I'm learning so much right now. It's not even funny. Everything. Like, there's so many. <laughs> You're welcome. Everything, like in general. <laughs> You're everything, welcome, Cash. Hey, I am. <laughs> everything that you expect them to do in the beginning, they do, and then usually around the third month, I find is when they they can't keep putting up. Whether it's a male or female, they they can't put up that front anymore. Okay. To be like what? There is this. I can't remember what it is. A hundred percent. Kira's gonna kill me if she hears this, but. There's these <laughs> stages of a relationship and most people don't get out of stage one, but there's uh-huh. like four stages. I'm going to have to find it. Phase? No, it's like, I, I think that I'm sure that has something to do with it, but a lot of people don't get out of one, even if they've been together for a year. It's like different levels of intimacy that just right. don't, people don't get to. Um, I'm going to have to look it up, but thank you for reminding me. Let's talk about that okay. on another episode, but yeah, anyways, and then, I'm sorry, um... I didn't interrupt. And there's also a difference between like when you really connect with someone, you have chemistry, or you have a real true connection with someone. Like, and sometimes bullshit, I think. Hold on, hold on. Well, when you connect to them on a on a different level, not just um, you know, like through conversation and all that, it, you can connect on a. I don't want to say on a soul level with someone, but not just skin to skin. You, mean- you know. Yeah, you can connect with anybody. That's not right. an indicator. That well, they're going to be a good match. Karen, for let you. me let me let's come back to that because I wrote it down. Um, you said connection is bull, and I want to come back to that because I want to know what your thoughts are on the on the subject of connection in itself, and and what everyone's like. No, no, hey, I, know, I know, I know. Okay, well, such bullshit. Well, okay, that's so, chemistry. So hold but on, that's hold on. Chemistry. We'll come back to all this, but like, Karen, not in this episode. Not in this episode because that that's a very important thing because a lot of people talk about connection. A lot of people talk about sparks and fireworks and, and, this, and this feeling of elation when they wake up in the morning. They're the first ones they think about and the last one you think about. And... Okay. Bullshit. Okay, hold on, hold on. You're, you're sounding a little cynical. <laughs> hold on. We need your explanation. We're, it's not hold cynical. On, hold on. I'm just saying that we can talk about this tonight or even in another episode, but we will get back to that. But right now we're talking about the doomed relationship. So let's... Let's not, let, let's try to. So you're the one that's I taking think the most important. I mean, the down. most important thing <laughs> that I've, 
so it's only been about a month and a half, right? And I have seen him a couple times in between. And I think the most important thing is no matter how many times you go back, if it's not meant to be, it's not going to happen. That's like, (laughs) so you can have like this idea, oh, but if I do this or do that, or they change, um, they're not going to change. You can't change a relationship that's not meant to be. Well, on on that note, I don't think you should even try changing another person. I I think, I think enough. I think a lot of Agreed. what we forget about in relationships is that we need to accept people and love them for who they are because they're bringing something that you are lacking in a relationship. Or don't love exactly. them. Right. You're not for me. Thanks. Bye. Right. Exactly. Love yeah. yourself enough to say goodbye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> like you're, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just not a good yeah. fit for me. Right. Thank you. Exactly. Goodbye. Now, again, I, mm-hmm. I'm on the more positive side and saying like, yeah, they're bringing something that you might not have, and you 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 might want to learn how to appreciate something. Appreciate, not you don't have to like, you don't have to love it, but you can at least respect it for that person being that way. You know, like like if I'm super ambitious yeah. and I want to like make a million dollars in five years and have a million dollars in my account, you know, as my partner, as my lover, and as being in a relationship with me. I would hope that you would respect that and not put it down or not like not. Or right. I've never bye. done that. I don't right. Or, or that say that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. No, I've no, I've never I done that. Uh-uh. We, I mean, we've had conversations about stuff. Like, I feel like sometimes I was more coaching him than I was doing anything. <laughs> like, I'm not a freaking coach. I am a coach, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not coaching right. my boyfriend. So, exactly. That's what <laughs> I, know, I do. That's every not what. Right, but that's the. No. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say that's the problem with us dating down. Yep. Because we're picking projects and we're not picking men who actually are at our same emotional yep. level, or or even better, because then they help us to grow right. and expand. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Okay. So. No, I, I've done a lot of self-reflection. <laughs> yeah. So, ladies and gents, Don't what have you done today? We've learned. <laughs> date, don't date down. Don't date That's equal or better. Date better. <laughs> in general, well, in a general well, sense, just date better. Well, but better, Make better also, choices, people. Better Jesus. doesn't mean like. Also, yeah. Better just means in general like. Better choices, no, I mean, right? Just make better choices, <laughs> and and not to say equal, not to say equal. Just date, and, date, date someone. Right, to right. Your I know caliber, what you mean. Your yeah. personal caliber. Like if I yeah, have exactly. if I have my shit together, I'm living on my own. I I have a job. I have a car. I can, I you know. <laughs> You'd be surprised exactly. how many men I've met. Right. Who don't like have that, I but, can yeah. actually support as a single father. I enjoy my time off with my kid without my kids, and I enjoy my time with my kids. So so yeah, we get it. You're a good cat. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would say I'm a good. <laughs> People, I, I, please date Cash. No, no, I wouldn't, date I, cash, I wouldn't say good. I'm a good hey, catch. But I think Corinne and I are. No, no, good honestly, cash. I wouldn't say I'm. A, but, but in reality, yeah. I, I have a lot of things I personally have to work on, and 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 right. So, but same. So do I. Exactly, and, and I think progress. it's just a growing. Yeah. It's it, it's a pain of growing every day of my life, and not to say like I'm a catch or anything like that, but it's it's for me. It's like, you know, I see all these good women and amazing women that are cool have great personalities that are with like 
crappy guys or I see all these cool guys, amazing guys that are total gentlemen, amazing men are with crappy women, you know? And it's like, like, what's going on here? What, like, what's, what is bringing these people together? And it's like, Cash, you should be a matchmaker. Oh God, hell no, man. <laughs> it's, I think it comes down to like something that Corinne and I have talked about, about how much you think you're worth and how much you, that well, that's a very tricky subject to feel. Because, right. That should be a whole other I episode. personally think, I have a completely different reaction to that. Like your caliber there, there's two types of calibers, right? There's the emotional, intellectual caliber, and then there's the physical caliber, right? Guys go for a lot of the physical. Women go for a lot of the physical and, and stuff like that. So it's like, and then... Oh, I wish I did. Well, I'm just saying. I, I, yeah. Jesus. That's well, part of digging the, down. Well, this right? is the reality. <laughs> Am I right, Karin? Back me up. No, I don't know, but you could be physically attracted to someone... Um, but if they don't, aren't emotionally and intellectually stimulating, dude, that is But that's not the problem that we're having in our society right now, that everybody's so superficial and so physically driven that people miss. That's been Just forever. Now? It's I mean, been, forever, been forever, obviously. So this is, a, this is a, a, what do you call it? A byproduct of swipe. No. Swiping. No. No, it's been superficial. Being superficial has been around for a a millennia. It's been around from the get go, right? Now, now, (laughs) the only difference in that in in that superficial or physical look has has deferred in in generations and in regions of the world, right? So, if you look in history, like during the Greek times, the Roman times, and and even further back. Even further back, uh, you know, like a fat man was considered a t- like a, f- a, a very re- like hefty man was considered wealthy and was desired by women because he can eat yeah. more, meaning like he has more money to spend on food and and provide for his wives or whatever right. maybe wife or wives or whatever. Right. But now it's like all about like how you physically look. If you have a six pack, if you have if you're a social influencer, if you're this or that and like you know, certain type of facial structure and hair and eye color and you have to be over six feet tall. So, yeah, I'm just saying like, okay, so going, go, we, we, so we, need to we do, can break that down do later. We can break that, that down later. <laughs> but uh, to, so, so on my part of the whole um, doomed relationship is the fact that I got into a relationship that I know that I that I kind of knew I shouldn't have gotten into from the beginning, but I still did because I wanted to fill that void. I wanted to. No, isn't that more of a rebound? No, I wouldn't say it's a rebound. Here's the thing with the rebound for me: like the rebound was strictly like, yes, physic- physical, physical, get, get out of you know, to get over someone, get under someone kind of situation, right? So for me, it was that yep. type of rebound. Uh, the relationship I did get into that was a doomed relationship. It, you know, we were together for six months. I I doted on her. I, I you know I, I I loved every minute with her, but I I wasn't being honest with her and I wasn't being honest with myself. Where I should have told her from the get go, like I didn't want kids anymore. I don't want to have any more kids. And we we kind of skirted around the question a lot, right? Uh, but I enjoyed my time with her. I learned a lot from her, but I wasn't myself either, right? I was 
kind of toned down. I was very toned down, actually. Um, we had stuff in common, but not a lot of stuff in common. It was just, it, it was easy. That's, that's, that's the best way I can say it. it was safe, like you guys said, right? Mm-hmm. But she was, she was way more successful yeah. than me. Way more, like, just astronaut. Did she date Maybe down? she just did. Kidding. I don't, I, maybe she did, honestly. <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you, but, but she didn't treat me like, as like a person to fix she accepted me for who i was right so right well, right the exactly part that you were right showing. and i in in it's in a lot of instances she did see me being like that boisterous like extrovert extrovert cash in moments of like when we're out with friends or when we're out when i'm out of kickball or you know whatever it may be but then she like you know i also realized i was keeping that away from her right like, because that was a version of myself that my ex didn't like, and I didn't want to be that version again, right? But I, mm-hmm. you know, again, getting out of that relationship after I telling her that I don't want any more kids, and we ended it real quick after that, it still took me about another six months to kind of, like, reel back my whole life, you know? It's like, shit, I was in a relationship for six months. I didn't lose myself, but I kind of, like, put myself in a position where kind of gave her a lot you know when I shouldn't have you know and she met my kids she hung out with my kids a lot and I hung out with her niece and nieces a lot and it was like a whole it was this really amazing dynamic family unit now you know and right that yeah, is that's the, the tricky part, and that right? was the hole that was filled was that oh. fact that I've always wanted a big family and here she was offering that big family to me her brother loved me. Her brothers loved me. Yeah. Her sister-in-laws loved me. Like, mom and dad lo- I got into so really, really, really fast. fast. And it felt, yeah. re- I felt really, and her friends loved me. Everything, you know, just one thing after another. Everybody just, like, we all loved each other, you know? And, you know, that was a big, big thing for her was having kids. And, and to be honest, I would have been in your situation. Honestly, I would have been in your situation where if we would have, if I would have skirted around the question longer and longer and longer, maybe we could have been together right now. We could have been together, but I couldn't right, do that right, to her. Right, right. I didn't want her to go living knowing that she could possibly have kids and I'm, I'm not going to provide it for her. You uh-huh. know? Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, yeah. again, that was a growing moment for me because I wasn't being honest to myself and I wasn't being honest with her. Right. And I wasn't yeah. being myself. Yeah. She only got me. She only got maybe like 65, right. 75% of me, not the whole hundred percent, like the loud, the cussing, yeah. the, you know, the, you know. Yeah. I think that's like a thing too. And I don't know. I'm, I'm sure this right. is probably for another podcast as well, but like that whole, like how much of you are you showing? I don't think I've ever been over exactly 75% in any relationship of right. like really being me. Right. And that's so like the way you guys see me interacting with you on a daily or like whenever you guys see me and you guys see me interacting with you, that's me. That's a hundred percent me. Like, like just saying shit off the top of my head, like whatever, the, like, I don't feel like uncomfortable around you guys saying things, right. That's my thing. Yeah. It's like the comfortable me is a hundred percent me. Right. Where if you say cash, uh-huh. what the fuck, why would you say that? That's me, right? That's me. That's like, well, well, I say that because, like, 
I, I don't believe I need to give a fuck anymore because one book that I read, like you've, you've read your books. I've read the art of not giving a fuck. And I start. Love yeah. that book. Oh, me too. And I've read to it me, three times. Not giving a fuck. A lot of people get that confused by, by being insensitive. It's not being insensitive. It's just me controlling what I can personally control in my own personal life. Yes. And what, what I don't a give a fuck about, about yeah. is other people's opinions and other people's outlook on me. Because if you love me, you're going to love me for 100% of me. So, again, going back to the whole doomed relationship, if I can't be my 100% in that relationship because I'm filling a void and trying to be opposite of who I am, it was bound to be doomed. That's all I'm saying. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. So. One thing that we all have in common is that right. it was all coming right. from and, and and stemming from past relationships and childhood issues and so forth and so on. And obviously, mm-hmm. like I, I'm I'm one of the biggest promote like like I have absolutely no problem talking about my childish childhood issues or childhood traumas. And I know all of that has like escalated into my marriage and into my life and then yeah, so like, of course, I have absolutely not? no problem exp- explaining that or expressing that. So, uh, but I did learn from this doomed relationship is communication is very important, and um, you know that is value that I'm going to hold very highly. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, no, that'll absolutely. be and that's, that's a that's a non compromising value. That's not, a, and that's not something superficial. Yeah, that's not absolutely. something like. Ooh, you know, you're asking for a lot. No, I'm not. If I ask you a question, give me a good answer. If I, you know, you know, exactly, I, exactly. Let's be one hundred. Let's 100, be real for each other. Right? And 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 like here, the one hundred. Like, like if you want to connect with me, <laughs> ask me the hard fucking questions. Ask me the fucking hard question. Put me in an uncomfortable right. spot that I have to answer truthfully. Do you want to open that door with me? I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> There's a lot of insecurities. There's a lot of insecurities, you know, and, uh, and with all my insecurities comes a lot of confidence too, you know, again, from the book, you know, there's, there's another book that I have, uh, um, oh, fuck. how to unfuck yourself, you know, and that was awesome. You know, how to unfuck mm-hmm. yourself is basically saying like, control what your situation is on your own. You can't always control everything, but just control what you know how to control. Exactly. Which is only so, yourself. Um, but yeah, that's 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 pretty much my 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 doomed relationship story. I mean, I think uh, hopefully we, you know listeners will understand what we're talking about and and understand the you know the crux of it. If you again, uh, we're going to come into closing here with our podcast, but if you, the listener, haven't. Because it's time. Because it's time. Because uh, <laughs> uh, it's time. And if you listeners out there um, have any comments or concerns or anything, and if you'd like to get a hold of us, let us, you know, hit us up. And on, you can yeah, on go Anchor. On, go on Anchor. Exactly. Leave, Leave us, us a, a voicemail voice on Anchor. Um, if, uh, if you need to email us, uh, we will... <laughs> it's a free app. Free app. You can, uh, we can figure out an email address in the future. Um, but if you're, yes, leave us a voicemail. We want to hear yes, you. Talk we to us, like, please. We want to know what you're talking about, what you're thinking, and we need we need your opinions. We we we'd like to know. 
We need your feedback. I mean, this is a great Bill. therapeutic session for all three of us, but we'd like to know what all you guys are saying too. Um, what are you worried right. about as a single parent? What are you curious that other people do? What is something you do that you don't think anybody else know. does? Like, Let give us, us your shit. I did get feedback though, real quick, before we end this call. I did get feedback. One, one girl listened to our podcast and she Bro. texted me right away. And she says, I don't agree with your assessment that women have the ball in their court all the time. And I was like, ah. agreed. I'm like, of I think course all women would, would say that. Yeah. And I oh, 100% agree. Don't agree with that comment. I believe women can drive anything. They will drive. If you give them the keys to anything, they will be able to drive. Then we would oh be God. president, motherfucker. <sighs> That's another. Po- I, you don't think that we have an advantage. Um, you guys we're, we're don't try- have an advantage. If we could drive anything, I we'd be driving it right up your ass. I'm not talking about something that's been established for the past 300 years. I don't. Yeah, well, you know I don't agree control with it either. The person who has control in the relationship is the person who disregards other person's boundaries with a weak person. Thank that's you. the only time somebody is control in a relationship. Other than that, if you're in a healthy relationship, point. nobody's yeah. in control. It should be 100, 100. Oh, yeah. There's no so here's the other part of it. It should be 100 I think when I was 100. Say, here's the other wow. part. Hold on, hold on. The, the context that I was saying that, though, was about sex. I think the context of that, when I did say it, was sex. Oh, yeah, because we could just call some guy up and just say, come over, where you have to exactly. wait for the girl to call you. No, a well, guy yeah, can call girl? What? Usually it's the girl. I'm just that's saying. some weak bullshit, dude. That's some weak. That's like saying, like, oh, we can't make a move because, like, we're just waiting on these girls. No, I'm not saying I no. have that problem. I'm just no. saying that women. No. I'm not saying I have that problem. <laughs> I'm, I just, I'm just saying. That. So, what that are you wi- saying, Cash? What are I'm you saying? saying is women. Tell us what you're saying. Have the ball in their court when it comes to. Uh-huh. physical stuff in the sense that if we're going to go back home with you, you're going to whether we go back home with you. If you're going to come back to our place, you're still going to decide whether you're actually going to get in the car with us or go. Let's, let's just bring this back to a level of, of more balance. Uh, when two consenting people decide to have sex with each other, there is an 100, 100 decision that they're going right. to do that. So no one decides. That would be like that you have a power over somebody else. There's no decision. It's like you want to go, and they go, "Yeah, we want to go." Or you look at them like, "Yeah, let's do this." But there's no okay. okay. Somebody right. doesn't control right. the situations. I mean, unless I don't. I mean, I don't know what kind of. I'm in quarantine. Having, I'm having zero. Like, right now, so. I don't think anyone's like. No, it's been it's been a while. This week. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, girl, that was good. High five. It's been a while. Like two weeks, dude. We've had single parent uh, Zooms, and we know too much about each other. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. These doomed relationships have one thing in common, and it's feeling a dis- yes, deficiency. Do. And I think that yes, we all agree on that. So, uh, yeah. Is that true? Okay. Yeah. And it's one Absolutely. of those things you have to Absolutely. go through. Absolutely. Again, to get to the again other side. Uh, you know, we're, we're here for, for you guys to, to give us any input or, or have any questions for us. Talk to us. Leave a voicemail on Talk uh, to Anchor, us, baby. And we will get to it. And leave us your name and we will. 
We'll play yes, it on we... the podcast. Your voice will be heard. To... <laughs> we have more four than four people. people. <laughs> we have more than four people. We have more than four people. So but, let's do it. But we want point... to hear you. <laughs> we do. But my but point yeah. is, uh, in closing, uh, yes, Car- in closing, Karin's absolutely right. Our in closing. Our, our personal deficiencies Check are usually filled in by these doomed relationships. So, so again, go through like it. I just said. It's not a bad thing to go through, but you're, you, you're... It's a terrible thing to go through. But you That's what I'm saying. It. It's not a bad thing to go through in the sense of experience. Right? It's an experience you need to have sure. to understand who you're going to be in the future from that point on. Yep. It's definitely a, a positive negative. Yeah, it's a positive negative situation where, you know, or sorry, negative positive situation because the negative happens and then the positive is you learn from. Yeah, yeah. So, right. So, so. Yeah, we, we know how that works. <laughs> right, right. Sorry. My, my, my bad. You don't have my to bad. explain negative and positive. My bad. Yes, we okay. So, <laughs> so, okay. So, the, so <laughs> mansplaining. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> in closing, our next episode is going to. Oh, sorry. Stop saying closing. Sorry. Stop saying that. Thank you for yes, with friends. Thank you for listening. So thank you for listening. We hope you got a lot. Yay. Next up, single. And our next subject Yay. will be about friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. Yep. The four. That's going to be a good yeah, one. Yeah, friends cool. with benefits. Nice talking to you guys. Okay. Have a great night. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.